Welcome to the Becoming Your Best podcast with Steve Schellenberger. You're listening to the show that is guaranteed to help you transform your life and achieve results that otherwise would have seemed difficult or even impossible. In each episode, you'll learn from someone who has achieved extraordinary goals. Steve is the number one national best-selling author. He's successfully started 11 businesses in three separate industries. He is a highly sought-after keynote speaker and corporate trainer for organizations around the world, an executive coach, the father of six, and the founder of Becoming Your Best Global Leadership. Here is Mr. Steve Schallenberger. Welcome to all of our Becoming Your Best podcast listeners, wherever you might be in the world today. This is your host, Steve Schallenberger, and we have an extraordinary guest that is a total inspiration for me. Welcome, Ron Williams. Thank you so much, Steve. I'm excited to be here today. Well, good. It's uh, it's a privilege to have you here with us. And before we get started, I'd like to give our listeners a brief introduction about you, and then they'll be able to appreciate your background and some of the things that you've done, and we're going to have a great time today. Well, just think of this, folks. What kind of drive must someone have to win over 250 awards for bodybuilding? And I'm not just talking about ordinary bodybuilding. Ron Williams is a seven-time Mr. Natural Universe, Natural Olympia, Mr. Natural World, and one of the most decorated natural bodybuilders in the world. Ron is the author of several books, including the award-winning, groundbreaking Faith and Fat Loss, and the developer of the life-transforming Ultimate Fat Loss System. Over the past 30 years, Ron has been a professor of exercise physiology and nutrition, a personal coach, a regional chairman for the National Gym Association, and also he currently shares his expertise as a speaker and educator for college students at the Professional Fitness Institute. In addition to all of those things, he's a master fitness trainer for the Army. Ron has been interviewed on CBN, TBN, ABC, morning programs, Fox, CBS, USA Radio, and many more. It is such an honor to have you with us today, Ron. Welcome. Man, thank you so much. I wonder, I'm thinking right now, where did you get all that information about me? That's pretty incredible. (laughs) Well, uh, it wasn't hard. There's a lot of people that know about you. and. (laughs) Well, let's jump right into things. Uh, You have done so much, and we'd love to hear about your background. I I think that may give some insights to some of the things that you've done, and tell us about where you were raised, what it was like, and what were the influences that uh, inspired you to do what you're doing today? Well, Steve, um, a lot of people asked me, what does it take to become Mr. Universe? Very little do they know that I came from very, very humble uh, beginnings. Um, You know, as a three-year-old, I was actually given away, uh, dropped off at a babysitter's house, and my parents never came back to get me. Um, They were never married, and I would see my mother from time to time with other siblings. So that made me feel like what was so wrong with me and what made me so unlovable that I had to be the one that was given away. And also by the time um, I was 15 years old, I was basically on the streets finishing high school only because I was a, an athlete. And that's really the only thing that 
I felt like I had to live for. Uh, raised in the ghetto, and you know, there was just not a lot of promise at that point. So I had a pretty hard start, but uh, God seemed to have turned all of that around. I was in this small world uh, that there seemed that there, it, was, it would be impossible to really get out of. It's like a vicious cycle. But there were some definite points in my life that uh, I made some good decisions and went in the right direction. One of the first decisions that I made that was probably the best decision is going into the military. Okay, well, tell us about that a little bit. Uh, you know, that's a that's a <laughs> that's pretty rough background. <laughs> and I'll bet you've seen a lot of your friends that may not have been able to break out of that circle. Well, actually, a lot of the people that I grew up with are dead or either in jail today because they couldn't break that vicious cycle. Okay, so how are you able to do it, Ron? Uh, one of the things that we talk about uh, and as we work with leaders all over the world and becoming your best is how important, what a vital role having an inspiring, driving vision is of catching an insight, an idea of something that you can do. Can, can you talk about that? What, what, what inspired you to go into the military, for example, or to get break out of that circle? What was it for you? Well, going into the military was probably the first great thing that I did. But the reason I went into the military was, uh, uh, it was, it was a little different than what most people would, would, uh, go into the military. And what I mean by that is this, I, I felt like, you know, the world was against me. God was against me. My family was against me. Santa Claus was against me. (laughs) Christmas time. He never came by. So I thought, man, people are just not good. I want to, I want to go somewhere where there are no people. And so a military recruiter talked to me and said, well, you know what? What you ought to do is just let us put you in the military and send you somewhere where you don't have to be around so many people. And they said, how about Germany? I said, well, awesome. Let's let's, let's go to Germany. So, Steve, they uh, signed me up for the military, gave me a waiver because I have flat feet. And um, they put me in. They sent me to Germany. I got off the plane. And you know what? I found out there were people over there, too, but they just spoke a different language. <laughs> and that was what uh, got me into the military. But I learned a great deal of discipline. I learned uh, how to focus and how to get some direction. Uh, well, that's great. And, and uh, well, thank you for sharing that, uh, because I, one of the things we talk about all the time is one person can make a difference and we can just never diminish that. Think about that recruiter and the impact that he's had on you. And, and, you know, there's so many benefits when someone finds something like the military that is so focused, that has so many good things that you can learn. And then once you do that, you're kind of starting to get off on the races. Absolutely. Absolutely. And one thing about this recruiter is uh, little did he know that the words that he spoke to me uh, was so impactful. And the people that I met through the military showed me that the little world that I was um, was exposed to was not the whole world. And I got to see some things that helped me grow from that point. Well, that's uh, that's terrific. Now, tell us how these experiences uh, help prepare you for what you're doing today. And, and I just scratched the surface. Uh, I, I want uh, our listeners to know I've had the chance to visit with Ron 
Now, this is a couple of times, and I am so impressed with him. I mean, first of all, I hope you have a chance to, chance to see a, a photo of him. <laughs> uh, sitting next to him, I look like uh, Popeye. <laughs> uh, but to equal uh, how he has cared and built his body, he's also cared and built his spirit and his intellect, and that's just really terrific. So tell us how you were able to get on that track and, and, and get going. Well, Steve, one thing I didn't share, and that was as a, as a small child, for a lot of years I was molested as a kid. Mm. And so with all of the what I consider to be traumatic uh, circumstances, those traumatic circumstances could lead you one direction or another. And for me, I had what we call soul wounds, a lot of deep uh, hurts that really penetrate the soul. And the person that people saw was really not who I was intended to be, meaning that all of the things that I encountered caused me to act and to live in a certain way that uh, was never intended for me to live or be that way. So those soul wounds had to be healed so that you could see the real Ron Williams. So like you say, I could be the best me, you know, um, and bringing out the best me, those things were covering up the best me. So um, what I had to do is I had to dig deep within myself and find out who I am so those things could be changed. Well, that's so inspiring because I guarantee, uh, folks, that Ron Williams has become the best at what he does. And he's not finished yet. I mean, we're all working on becoming our best, but he's done that. And this is an inspiration because every one of us, has setbacks in life. We have challenges. And the fact is, is that we can overcome them, those challenges. Uh, there's hope for each one of us. Uh, Ron is living proof of that. <laughs> and you know, sometimes you just have to dig down deep and, and start believing in yourself. And once you get put on the right track, you start thinking of the possibilities and what they look like. And, and so uh, I, I hope that comes out more in our conversation of how you were able to make that transformation in your life. Absolutely, Steve. And, and, and you really hit a big point, and that is believing in yourself. Not only is it important to believe in God, but it's important to get to the place where you actually believe in you and uh, the God likeness that's inside of you. Uh, the Bible tells us that God created us in his image and in his likeness. And so we have some godlike attributes that it seems like life uh, comes in and tries to cover those things over. One thing I believe, Steve, is this, is that the greatest gift and the greatest curse that we can have is our minds, mm. because if we believe it, we can achieve it whether it's positive or negative. If I believe I can do something, most likely I can. If I don't believe I can do something, most likely that's true also. So when I changed my mindset, um, it really changed everything about me. If you change, see, there's a lot of things in life I believe that we change. We change our shoes, we change our clothes, we even change our homes. I went to 20 different schools, so I changed schools a lot. And that didn't really change me. But when you change a person's mind, you change a person's life. Okay, fantastic. And how true that is. And as we think, each one of us, regardless of whether we're a CEO, a coach, a homemaker, a teacher, when we start thinking 
In other words, it's this mindset that Ron's talking about that I can become the best at what I do. And when we start asking those types of questions, it's not comparing yourself against another person. That's when we really start growing. That's when the inspiration can come and we can listen to our heart and, and the possibilities. And, but start with our own strengths. But dream about what you can do. And, and that's what Ron's done. <laughs> Absolutely. And you said to dream about what you can do. And if you go through a really, really traumatic childhood, a lot of times it stunts your dreams. It stunts your ability to really dream and that creativity. And when you get rid of all of the garbage, you find out that you can dream too. And you can dream big and you can accomplish those dreams. Oh, great. I'm so glad you said that. <laughs> now, Ron, uh, I hope that these different dimensions for Ron will come out today because they're, they're good for all of us just to think about and reflect upon. Uh, but one of the things clearly in the process of becoming our best is we start choosing the areas we're going to work in life or focus on. And then a lot of that is really becoming good, putting a lot of effort into it so we can become among the best. Well, one of the areas that Ron has chosen among others was bodybuilding. Yes. So tell us how you got into that and something clicked for you to say, man, I want to be among the very best. And hopefully we can talk a little about that. What happened? Absolutely. <laughs> Steve, what's really strange is I played four sports on an international level. And one of those sports was boxing. I boxed for the military. Now I'm going to tell you how I got into boxing. I was a street fighter, which meant I was so angry because of my upbringing that um, I would just act out in, in violence. And somehow that made me feel better. And when I was when I first came into the military, um, I would act out and I finally end up in my CO's office. My CO said, Ron, if you fight one more time, we're going to send you down to the boxing team and we're going to let them beat up on you. <laughs> Lo and behold, that next fight came and they sent me down to the boxing team as he promised me. And when I got in the ring uh, and started fighting, they said, this guy's got something. We're going to keep him. So I decided at that point that I would never fight again for free. I fight so well that they're going to have to pay me to watch this. So that curved my uh, bar fighting. It curved my fighting on the streets uh, because I felt like I deserved to be paid if, if you want to watch this fight. And so that's how I got on the boxing team. And I, they taught me such great discipline. Um, I was a coach's dream because uh, I would listen to what they said and I was not a quitter. That was, that's been a real key in my life. I've never, ever been a quitter. That's a big quality. That's, that, that's one of the 12 principles of highly successful leaders is never giving up, <laughs> persisting, staying yes. at it, go around it. <laughs> and by the way, that the, the book that you wrote, I mean, I read that book and it's, it's really inspiring some of the things that are in there because some of the things I've gone through, um, and I've embraced already, but some of the things I've never heard of. So uh, I could imagine how many people that book is helping and, and in the future is going to help. Well, thank you, Ron. Now, uh, when did you make the jump to bodybuilding? How did that take place? Well, out of my insecurities, okay. uh, what happened was my boxing coach said to me, um, I had won at that point 
78 fights. Wow. And I was disqualified in one fight for illegal punching. <laughs> and I didn't know it was an illegal punch. It just happened. But it was an overhand right, and I hit the guy with my wrist in the neck and gave him whiplash. Um, boxing to me, Steve, was not, um, was not a sport. It was not uh, something that I did for fun. It was something that I did to prove that I wasn't a loser. Hmm. And when I got in the ring, it wasn't uh, just winning a championship, but it was winning myself, you know, no. proving to the world that I wasn't a loser. And so it, it wasn't fair to the other guy. <laughs> it was life or death. You were for motivated. Me. Absolutely. <laughs> but my boxing, co my boxing coach said to me, he said, uh, Ron, uh, have you ever thought about competing in bodybuilding? And I looked at him and I said, what are you trying to say? I'm washed up in, in, in boxing. I haven't lost a fight. He said, no, we've been running 13 miles a day. And, you, you know, you've been you're on the swimming team and you're on the track team. And your body is built in such a way that you might think about competing in bodybuilding. So I went about 200 miles from where I was stationed in Germany as a teenager and competed won the teenage and uh, competed against guys in the open class who had been competing for 15 years and beat them. And so uh, I thought maybe these people cheated for me. <laughs> and I saw the pictures and in, in, in all actuality, I beat these people. Uh, but they said to me, your posing is horrible, Ron. So I went back a second time and competed because I wanted to improve my posing. And from that point on, I was stuck with the sport. Hmm. Oh, that's great. And then then you're off to the races again. Absolutely. You're asking those questions. Some, you get this idea of saying, hold it, I'm doing pretty good. and But doing pretty good isn't good enough. That's right. That's right. And I was told you could never be a Mr. Universe. You could never win Mr. America. You could never win uh, Mr. USA unless you take steroids. And I had been I've, I'd won all of these competitions and I'm thinking I can do this I can beat these guys at their own game if I just work harder okay well that's great well and and you did absolutely I did it <laughs> well you know it's interesting the motivation there can be negative motivation you know of, of not a of fear of loss absolutely and a lot of times after the competitions, many of the guys would go out and have pizza and beer. Instead of going out to have pizza and beer, Ron Williams went out and trained. After winning the competition, instead of celebrating, I trained. Because I felt like there had to be somebody out there that, uh, that's training instead of celebrating. And one day I'm going to meet that guy and I want to make sure that I'm in a place where I could beat him. Well, that's uh, that's really inspirational. And and by the way, folks that are listening today, seven Mr. Natural Universe titles and hundreds of other awards. Th this is an accomplishment achieved by very few people in the world. And so uh, let's just think about this a little bit. As we visited, you shared that you have a vision to help people with faith, fat loss, finances and family <laughs> well i'll tell you ron i've been trying to lose 10 or 15 pounds for 10 years <laughs> i'm interested i want to hear what you have to say so what what can you recommend to our listeners to make progress in these important areas of life because these 
these can affect our happiness, Absolutely. our health, our prosperity. Yes, sir. Well, the first thing I would say is this. My first years of competition, I was driven by something negative. And we have what you call, um, uh, it's the Ron Williams Champion Life Coaching. And one of the things we teach is that we can have wrong motives or negative motives that drive you. In the beginning, I was driven by fear. I was driven by fear of losing or somebody, someone taking something from me. But my motive, my motives changed. I realized that you can win a championship and still not be a champion. See, a championship is only an event, but a true champion is a lifestyle. And so I was able to win more than 21 world championships and able to use some of those same principles, Steve, and transfer them into other areas of my life. It, in order to have um, uh, great faith, those same principles are transferable in order to have a great business. I think those same principles are transferable in order to have a great body. Those principles are transferable. Absolutely. So, yes. So, uh, and, and, and you find many people I've studied different people's lives who have won championships and found out that some of them are bankrupt today. Hmm. Some of them have, uh, domestic problems with beating their wives and, uh, mistreating their children. And they're only successful in one area, but what would it be like to have a balance in all four areas? And so that's my goal is to have that balance in faith, family, fitness, and, um, being able to reach out and finances and being able to reach out and help other people. And I think what I've gone through has created a passion for me to see other people's lives changed. And I think all of the things that I've gone through has given me compassion for those that are struggling with the same things. I can help talk them through it and I understand uh, where they've been, why they feel the way they feel. And if you've never gone through it, it's kind of hard to identify with those people. Oh, that's uh, that's great. You know, I was at an international business um, conference in Turkey uh, about two and a half years ago. Uh, and there are a, a large number of CEOs and presidents of companies were there. And I happened to be just visiting with a couple. And one of them said to the other, he said, last year was the absolute best year our company has ever had. And then he said, well, I did get divorced as well during the year. <laughs> he said, so maybe it wasn't a very good year. But what you're talking about is is applying these principles in every area of our life so that we can have success in, in all of these key areas, the things that really matter most. Absolutely. That's right, Steve. Um, and, and, and what you said about this guy going through a divorce, I've, um, I've, I've experienced divorce in a lot of areas. And what I mean by that, some of our beliefs, we need to divorce. They become so much a part of us that we're married to them and we have to divorce those beliefs and take on new beliefs. Can you give us an example of that? I, I mean, I, I'm okay. I totally, I believe that. That's right. Well, one, um, you can have a belief system that I'm not worthy. 
You can have a belief system that I'm not good enough. That's okay for other people, but not for me. Mm -hmm. You know, who am I to uh, believe that could happen in my life? That only happens on TV. You know, those types of uh, limiting beliefs will limit you for the rest of your life unless you divorce them. Okay, that's a perfect example. Thank you. No, that's it. And it gets back uh, to our mindset, doesn't it? Absolutely. Of, of thinking, fill in our mind with the right things. We, we hear all the time about garbage in and garbage out. Well, how true. We like to spin that around and say greatness in produces greatness out. And that's what you're talking about is totally rejecting these thoughts that aren't helpful. That's right, Steve. And I believe the best way to get rid of a limiting thought is to get a thought that is the opposite to replace it. Um, you know, uh, people okay, have good, good. I always say this, people say, well, uh, Jesus never had any negative thoughts. And I beg to differ with that because he had, in order to change a thought, uh, he had to have had some negative thoughts in order to refute it. When the adversary said to him, turn these stones into bread, that thought had to go into his head and he had to say, uh, he had to respond to that thought. So he had to think about it. It's not the thought that's dangerous. It's embracing the thought. Hmm. He said, turn these stones into bread. And he said that it's, it's, it's not God's will for him to do that. It's not God's will. So he had to respond. Man should not live by bread alone, but every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. So he responded with another thought. So when those negative thoughts come, you're not good enough. Well, I've got to respond with a thought. Yes, I am. If he can do it, then I can do it. Okay, that's good. All right, well, let's get back to Steve Schallenberger for a second and his <laughs> 10 to 15 pounds. <laughs> Steve, you're easy. 10 to 15 pounds, that's easy, man. What do I do? Well, <laughs> I'm sure nobody else is struggling with this, but I mean, you know, I'm okay. I'm not bad. I exercise regularly, uh, but I think my downfall may be my diet. Uh-oh, watch out. Uh, with, with, with what I do, Diet is at least, depending on what your goals are, but as a competitive bodybuilder, it's 80%. 80% of it is your nutrition. Uh, if you're just an average person that wants to be in good physical shape, it's at least 60 to 70%. Okay. All right. Well, I'm going to work on that one then. <laughs> All right. Now, Ron, time flies so fast. This has been great today and we're about done. So, if you were sitting down with some of your best friends or your children or grandchildren and giving them some important advice for life, what would you tell them? Well, one thing I said to my son is I sat him down and he said, Dad, I want to compete. And um, I said, well, you could do that. You've got pretty good genetics. He says, but I want to compete and do well. I said, you probably could do that also by a little training and competing and eating right. He said, no, I want to compete and I want to beat your record. <laughs> And I, I said, we got, I said, now we got a problem. I said, uh, I, 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 don't, I don't know that you have it to, uh, to beat what I've done uh, because you haven't gone through what I've gone through. I could give you all the what they call secrets, but in all actuality, it's not the secret that actually gets you the results is being able to do the secrets. And so I asked him, I said, look at the wall. And he looked at the wall. I said, what do you see? He said, I see the wall. I said, no, look again. 
He looked at the wall and I said, what do you see? He said, I see the wall. I said, son, I want you to look at the wall. And he looked at the wall as if something was going to jump off the wall and speak to him. He said, dad, I'm sorry. All I see is a wall. I said, that's the problem. You've got to see through the wall. You've got to be able to visualize yourself. Look past the wall. Look past the parking lot. Look past the shopping center. Look all the way on the other side. And you've got to see yourself winning. And I'm talking about visualization. You've got to be able to see it. You've got to be able to believe it, embrace it, smell it, touch it, and then make it your own. Success is yours. It's out in the street and you've got to drag it in, kicking and screaming. You've got to really want this with every piece of your being. And I said, can you do that? Because if you can't, you're never going to achieve it. Success is not going to lay itself in your lap. You've got to go and get it. And there are principles that you can use that will make that a little easier and give you a shortcut. And I'll help you and I'll help you with the principles if you're willing to go the route. Well, I'll tell you, that's a, that's great advice. And one of the things that is among the most important for all of us is just the reaffirming this idea. It's bringing out your best. And we might be inspired by the example of other people, and that is inspiring. We see what other people do. He's inspired by your example, but your reassurance to him that that's not the ultimate goal, it's bringing out his best, and he may be the very best at what he does, but it's his. Absolutely. That's right, Steve. That's the deal. Well, good. Well, this has been great, and and uh, Ron, our listeners would love to learn more about what you're doing. For example, uh, I want you to know that uh, Ron is the creator of the revolutionary workout machine, the Iron Chess Master. And, and you've done other things, I know. You've written books. How can our listeners find out about what you do? Ron's a coach. He's a speaker. He does a lot of things. What would be next steps? Well, um, the, the way you can find out about what we're doing, we're build, building an overall Ron Williams brand because we have the Iron Chest Master, we have Faith and Fat Loss, we have um, the um, Faith and Fat Loss system. So if you wanted to find us, you could find us on www.ironchestmaster.com. We have a YouTube channel, Ron Williams YouTube channel. Facebook, which is Ron, Ron Williams' Facebook page. And if you wanted to call um, Ron Williams, Iron Chess Master. The number is 801-550-2932. And for Ron Williams Tell us coaching, that number one more time. Let's get that down. That number is 801-550-2932. Oh, great. Well, this has been an inspirational podcast for me. Thank you to our guest, Ron Williams, for being with us today. It's been fantastic. Thanks, Steve. I really appreciate it, man. I loved it. All right. Well, we wish each one of you all of the best. And remember, one person can make a difference every single day of our lives. I'm Steve Schallenberger with Becoming Your Best Global Leadership, wishing you a great day. And thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the Becoming Your Best podcast. We want to know what your big takeaways were, so head on over to becomingyourbest.com and you can find all the information about the podcast right there as well as the show notes page where we'd love to hear what you thought about each and every single episode. Also, if you haven't done so yet, please go subscribe to the podcast on iTunes 
and leave a rating and review. A rating and review is by far the best way for you to show your appreciation for the show because it helps other people find out about the show and decide if this is the podcast for them. So now it's all in your hands. It's time for you to go out there to take action and truly start becoming your best.